Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Money, 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 money. Logan, long time ago, we started when you first became a became a regular on the podcast you talked about starting hobbies mm-hmm. you, were, you needed a hobby mm-hmm. i think it correlated with you getting married and wanting to get out of this the is, house this is true but has that evolved is that where where is that gone yeah so we moved recently to um frankfurt kentucky we are capital splitting, yes capital kentucky Cute little small town. I actually like it. Uh, we're right in the middle between Louisville and Lexington. My wife is starting PA school in a week from now, and I obviously keep coming back to Lexington. So I needed a hobby. Need something to do. I don't have as many friends around. The people are in Lexington working on that. Uh, but what I have been working on is one reading. I've been reading like Great. a champ, and I love it. I love reading just for fun at night, and then reading either business stuff or Bible or things in the morning has been fantastic for me. So I've what been are you doing reading these days? What is your nighttime fictional reading? Yeah, so right now I'm reading a series. It's called The Thief. I started it whenever I was at the beach. Just light reading that was on my Libby app that I got yeah. for for, uh, for free through the library, the library and yeah. went straight over to my Kindle. So I, I've been reading that. That's like a five-book five series. So I think I'm on the fourth book now. Wow. Yeah. Very good. You and like then, it? I do. Yeah. It's fun. It's just, it, it's simple and fun and doesn't take a lot yeah, of Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, I, just I check normally out. pass out mm-hmm. after about five pages. So oh, yeah. That's fun. I do too. And then house projects has been the other big one. So mm. we're renting right now, but we still wanted to build a nice house. I'm the picture hanger in our house, and it normally takes me about four or five times to actually get it straight. Not oh, great at it. I am going to rock your world. I will let you borrow it. Do you still have pictures to hang? I, yeah. I so first of all, I'm the guy who has to be careful, or I would buy every stupid little tchotchke that's advertised <laughs> on the TV. Or I mean, I I I'm not kidding. There's a better way. Introducing Waxvac, the safe and effective way to. The other day, my wife and I were you traveling, and I stumbled upon an infomercial about a steam cleaner. Bought it. <laughs> I mean that's not DIY money. It's that's my weakness. But now this thing, I'm gonna tell you, cleans grout like you wouldn't believe. And we needed something to clean the grout in our bathroom. It's awesome. And it steams at 145 degrees. Blah blah blah. I mean we got all the computer. Anyways, whatever. So one time, I was either on social media or whatever, and there was this picture hanging assistant kind of contraption. Okay. It's a. I'm gonna try to explain this to you. It's a long rectangle. It's flat against the wall, and it has a little kind of hook thing on the bottom. Okay, and it has a series of little levels, those little glass oh, little things. Yeah, yeah. So what you do is you 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 hook your you know picture onto it. You then lift it up and place it flat on on the wall. And what it has is it has this little button that you can press. That creates a little indentation of exactly where to put the hole. That's fire. Oh, that my goodness. Is fire. I and like it was that. one of those things where I was like, I look at it and I'm like, I have got to have this. It's like, you know, buy and, and if you act now, like you get 15 yeah. other little contraptions. So 
I don't know what it was, 12 bucks, 13 bucks, whatever. But it has been fantastic. I need that because we have so many different little picture frames or whatever all over the house. And it'll take me three times because I'll put it up and it'll look good. So and then this, my wife will look at it and she's like, no. This is a game changer. It's a game changer for me because I'm the guy who just used to eyeball it. And I would put it up, and then my wife would be like, that's crooked. And I'd be like, well, just adjust it. Like, I would, you know, move it a little bit. And I'd be like, see, there you go. And then, of course, because it was off, like, it would it would veer. This is a game changer. It's amazing. So if, if we ever had another sponsor that came in, I think we'd have to have people that come in, and we would call it, like, game changers. Yeah. Life game, game changers. changers. Since I started using Forever Comfy... My back feels good, and my bottom feels good. I mean, but I'm so bad at that, like... Like, I'm so susceptible to these things. Right now, I'm being targeted, marketed for, like, this airplane that, like, you can smash in the water and throw down, and it's still, like, <laughs> controls. I have never wanted an RC airplane in my life. I find myself going, I need that. That would be awesome. I could do that in the back. Like, what? Like, what? And I, like, woodworking things. I watch these videos. These guys are woodworking. I'm like, I could be a woodworker. I'm so terrible at that. So, thankfully, I do not. I have not added anything to our to our but I, but I laugh because it's the sales pitch that it is in. I'm a, you sell a salesman and I, it's over time you let like it's like the subtle and my wife will laugh at me but it so we I bought a knife sharpener one time online <laughs> like I was watching I was in it's usually I'm in a hotel room because I'm watching some infomercial and I looked at my wife and she's like we do not need that I'm like no no I, I think we do that, that is amazing it look at sharpened a credit card and the credit card cut the paper <laughs> this is unbelievable so we get it in and, and it is amazing it's still amazing Have you bought any of those things that it's like terrible like it, this was the worst hmm. the worst product to buy uh not i can't think of off the top of my head they're all fire i mean those are the three things that i think i've really bought the the steam cleaner it was like 149 dollars. that was a little like my my i think my wife went to the bathroom and i'm like she came back and i'm buying it and she's like are you buying that and i'm like babe we got to get the grout. The grout in the tile is dirty. She's like, I know. I, she tries to scrub it. I try to scrub it. And it's clean. It's unbelievable now. Anyways. But no, I don't think we've had anything that's been bad like that. But that's my weakness. I'm not going to lie. It's my weakness. Yeah, that, that is not my weakness. Yeah. My well, weakness is like getting a sale and being like, oh my gosh, it's on sale. But you don't actually need that thing. Like yesterday, I'm at Sam's Club getting groceries. <laughs> I'm and, only laughing because I'm the same way. And I'm walking through, and I don't need shorts. Don't need shorts <laughs> at all. They're nine ninety nine. They're ten bucks. Yeah. And I'm walking by, and I'm like, "Those are nice shorts." So I get two pairs of shorts. I don't need those That's shorts. That's what Sam's Club does. That's what they do. They're like, "Okay, so I'm that way go. with food." And if I can freeze it, I will buy a lot. So the other day, we eat sausage a lot in our house. Yeah. And I usually buy the roll of sausage two fifty nine. Went up during inflationary times as high as three fifty nine. We stopped eating sausage. I like, the kids are like, well, "Can we have sausage?" We're like, we don't have sausage. Like, sausage is not on. It's not on the menu. It's a pig shortage. Like, it's, we're not doing sausage. So the other day at Kroger, I stumble upon the links, and and they're usually the same price, but I can get more. I can get more out of the the, the, the roll. roll. Yeah. So I don't buy the links. The link there were like ten that were marked down to a dollar ten. <laughs> A dollar ten. So you know what I did? Done. All ten. <laughs> I, came, I, come, I got two Kroger bags with five each. And my wife's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Babe, they're a dollar ten. 
Freeze those suckers. Yeah, it's bad. Oh. The other day I did the exact same thing, ground turkey. I bought like six ground turkeys. <laughs> you don't even eat ground I don't turkey. Even, I eat ground turkey like once a month. Oh. But I have, now I have five ground turkeys. Oh, this is funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's bad. Anyways, well, we have an episode to we get got, to. We do. I don't know who the question is. I don't know what it's about. Well, I get we, so sponsor first. sidetracked. Yeah, we're sponsored by Jewel Financial. There you go. A couple of financial advisors <laughs> talking about the sales that they're buying and infomercials. Uh, let's get right to our question. But seriously, who's this? Oh, Anne-Marie. That's right. An- oh, this is a great question, too. This is really good. Okay, Anne-Marie, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, this is Anne-Marie from New Jersey, and I wanted to know how to get past my fear of investing in the stock market, even things like index funds. I'd much rather put my money in a high-yield savings account as opposed to investing in EFTs or index funds, etc. I'm 46 years old and I know I should have more in terms of my personal investments, but I can't seem to get past my fear of investing. Any advice? Thank you. Amaria, a while ago we did an episode and we talked about the psychology of what we do in investing and I actually equated Conor McGregor's comment about him and his game being 100% mental. Obviously, he's an incredible athlete, well-conditioned, physical fitness beyond most people's comprehension. And he tells us it's 100% mental. I am a firm believer that this game, as you have just alluded to so eloquently, is so very mental, not only to, first of all, get involved in the game, and the game being the investment world, But to be successful in the investment world, it is mental. The first thing I would say and encourage you to do is evaluate where you're getting your information from. So what is formulating this bias and fear that you have? It could be current, could be digesting headlines or news. You could be talking to people, you know, in your workplace or your family that have had a terrible experience or that that they are so biased to the point where they are articulating their lack of educated, you know, opinion regarding the markets as a casino or whatever it may be. I would really evaluate that and and really try to be receptive to what information is coming in and try to reprogram that. So if you're you know, using headlines every day and you're only reading about how terrible things are in the world and the markets are in decline and inflation this and political this and war that, I would really try to get away from that. I mean, that that is a that is a certain uh, way in which you will have roadblocks to investing and, and committing your dollars and as far as, uh, you know, risk, quote-unquote risk goes. If it's people, you might have to cut them out of your life. I mean, that Toxic people are, are, are you know, just toxic, and it, that's, there's no benefit to that. And so it's hard, obviously, if it's a spouse, but nonetheless, it, you know, you can evaluate that. The other, the other thing from a psychological standpoint is, is I like the way uh, – I can't think of his name. Shoot, an author, uh, Millionaire Mind. I can't think of his name now. That's going to bother me. It'll come to me. Who wrote about what's called – he calls it your money blueprint. And he talks about the money blueprint being – T. Harv Ecker – Something, uh, T. Harv Eckert is his name. It's the money blueprint being something that comes from your upbringing, what you may have seen or witnessed as a child. 
what your parents thought about money and how that really formed your your view. So you might have think you might have thought that I would say, and I'll let Logan talk about maybe some of the material you can read or how to educate yourself because that's what it comes down to, right? Education. I'm not going to do anything that is dangerous, both financially or personally, if I'm not educated about it. I mean, I, I'm just not. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to get uh, you know suited up and go uh, deep diving or whatever whatever that's called. Uh, why can't I think of that? What's that word? Splunking. Scuba diving. Yeah, thank you. Go. What did you say? Like where you go in the cave? You come weird terminology. <laughs> you have splunking. What is that? Say where it again. You go in a cave. Yeah, but I don't. I know you go it, scuba I don't, What did you call it? Because you're splunking. Splunking. Spelunking. Noun. The act of exploring a cave. Yeah, I, you you have an interesting vocabulary. Anyways, I'm not going to go splunking, nor am I going to go scuba diving. Is what I was thinking of. Uh, if I have not, if I don't have the education behind it, the scary stuff. I, I mean, that certainly can be dangerous to my health. So, education is is critical. But I think really evaluating where this is coming from, and really trying to pinpoint that is half the battle. Then the next step, again, as I mentioned, is truly educating yourself about what you're getting involved in. Even Mr. Drysdale's been after me to buy some cattle. Yeah, just the other day he says to me, he says, uh, Mr. Clampett, you got $25 million in cash. You ought to put some of that money into stock. And the more you educate, the more the fear will subside and you'll be able to make rational, objective unemotional decisions and i'll let i'll let logan talk more about that go ahead logan yeah there's a lot of sides and angles to take this question um clint mentioned resources the little book of investing is a great one john c bogle that talks about investing in index funds and what that looks like father vanguard bogle yep exactly father vanguard that started that company one way i i think about it is right now is the easiest, lowest hurdle to get into investing anywhere in the world. that In history, basically. To invest in the stock market is the easiest to do now than it ever has been. So let's not talk about Vanguard or going on your phone and opening up a Robinhood account and investing. That is obviously great too. But just retirement accounts that you have with your employer, or um, you can open up a Roth IRA or an in, uh, a traditional IRA. But with your employer now, so many employers are offering 401k plans, 403b plans, simple IRAs for small businesses. There's so many opportunities just to do that investing part in your company where you can kind of take a trial run and practice working on investing and putting money into the stock market. Because that's what you're doing in those retirement accounts. They're not just going into an account and sitting there. Even if you make no changes, they're probably going into a target date fund that's investing in the stock market for your long-term future. So utilizing an employer plan to put money in every month and then looking at the end of the year, the end of a couple of years and seeing I've been putting money in, I've been getting a company match and it's been increasing from the stock market is huge. The other thing I want to mention is when I started thinking about the stock market and telling people about the stock market and talking about the stock market, I started noticing how many companies that I use on a daily basis that are in just, let's say, the S&P 500, 500 of the largest companies in the United States. If you just take a notepad and write down 
during a given day the companies that you use. So look at the back of your toothpaste. It's probably going to say Procter & Gamble on it. Get in your car that's probably maybe a Ford vehicle or a, a GM vehicle, Toyota, whatever it is. Then drive, get some gas from somewhere. Go to the grocery store. Go to Starbucks. Use your Apple phone. Start writing down those companies that you're using every day, and then go research those companies to see if they're publicly traded and are investing in the stock market. And it'll start giving you the mindset and realizing, wow, this is everywhere, and I'm investing in these companies that I use every day. And no, I don't have to go out and pick an Apple or pick a Google that I'm investing in. I can invest in a basket of just the S&P 500 and own all of these companies that I'm using regularly. The other thing I'm going to tell you, Anne-Marie, is you don't have to do any of this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't have to do, you don't have to venture into this at all. I'm never going to go skydiving. Yep. I'm never going to go scuba diving. I'm never going to go splunking. I just have no desire. And I don't even think I need to do it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Now, Anne-Marie says, I know I need to do this. But why? Why do you need? I mean, let me play devil's advocate. Why? Why? Have you run retirement calculations? And if you don't get a higher rate of return, then you won't be able to retire? Or have you just not run retirement? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Again, I think you have to determine, A, are you going to go down this path and and really commit to the things we've talked about to get over this fear? And if you do, yes, the other side is amazing. I, I, I'm, I can attest to this. Every, everything in my life is from the markets, the, the ability to have a job, the ability to work with people, but, but really the ability to, to do the things that I've wanted to do in my life and be able to pay off the home and put money in retirement is due to markets. It's as simple as that. So I think you have to commit to trying to get to the other side First is analyzing why you have these fears. Is it historical and things you need to really work through? Is it because you're digesting information right now that's just making you petrified of it? Is it just your general lack of understanding? Like, I, I, I hate talking about auto mechanic stuff. I'm intimidated by it. I don't know anything about it. I could overcome that by learning more about my auto mechanic stuff. What is that even called? I don't know. But... I'm not going to do that. So I have a trusted mechanic. And I'm not saying you need to just throw caution to the wind and hire an advisor and do all that. But you can decide if you want to go down this path. There's great material out there. Logan mentioned a couple, and you'll find more. If you choose to educate yourself about this, then finally, the last thing I'll mention is you can take baby steps. Mm -hmm. I mean, you literally can take baby steps. Somebody asked me at a I don't know how rare I was. Somebody just said, well, how much do you think you need to start investing? I go, a dollar. Yeah. Like, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. My, I'm encouraging my son to invest a portion of his paycheck, and it's like 10 bucks at a time. But he buys individual companies that he's familiar with, and he's getting experience. And a while ago, you know, we bought, he bought, just, you know, full disclosure, he bought some Airbnb. And I said, I, I really like the company. They're turning around. Well, then they stunk for a long period of time. And he was, he bought, he also liked Microsoft, which is goes to the moon every day. And so he was like, you know, dad, your Airbnb stinks. Like, what? and I said, I know, but I still like him. And so he's ridden this thing down and now all the way back up basically. And he's now learned, he's gone through that first 
situation of going down with a company and back up with a company, and that is very, very valuable. So that's what you'll ultimately have to do, Anne-Marie, to get that experience, but you can baby step into it. And you're not, you're not too old to do that. Like, no. like there's, there's, no, you know, there's no age. I mean, yeah, 75, that's maybe a little late to start significantly investing, but 46, I think is what she said, that's perfectly fine. I mean, you can baby step into it. And you'll have still many, many decades to be a successful investor if that's what you choose to do. That was a great question, Anne-Marie. And I know there's a lot of people out there who struggle with the same thing. So hopefully it was very helpful for other folks. Anne-Marie sent us a question. She recorded it on her phone. Sent it to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And because we used it on the show, we'll send her a $25 Amazon gift card. Very simple. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Become educated and do so wisely, of course, but do it for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.